Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, a video game music podcast, episode 10-7. We're your hosts. I'm Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. And every week we get together, we hang out, and we listen to amazing video game music from the past and the present. Maybe even the future if we get that kind of hookup. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't have those kinds of hookups, I'm sorry. Neither do I, and my quartz, my quartz, quartz crystal is not kind of on the fritz at the present, so mm. not so lucky there. Yeah, we could uh, maybe like fly around the globe and spin it forward and send it backwards, like Superman. That is true. I mean, I have a lot of aerosol cans unused. <laughs> the propulsion is accounted for. It's just a matter of choosing the time. Oh, there's a show on Netflix called White Rabbit. It's from the people who, it's from the people who do uh, MythBusters. It was like the scientists on the show. Huh. Like not the main people, but like the people behind them. Okay. And on one of them, they were trying to find the fastest things, like the fast, what are the fastest things on the planet? Like living, of course. Yeah, like like planes and stuff like that. And so they had a guy who flew. <laughs> I just want to chuckle at that. Yeah, yeah. Like living things. He's like, yeah, like planes. No, like, like people, like people designing things. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fastest runners. Yeah. Definitely. Things like that. But this guy had designed a plane that was so fast that they followed high enough the actual speed of the earth and so he got up to a speed fast enough to follow the sunrise and the sun never went down it was so wow yeah i would love to watch something like that so i think that's a perfect perfect description of today's episode the sun never going down or like that where the sun's like just about set while you're driving and when you're just about kind of cruising towards it, and in some respects, you might be trying to do what that plane does. You're trying to keep the sun from setting as long as possible by just keeping up with it. You can't quite make it, but man, you really want to try. Yeah, you're chasing that sunrise, or you're chasing the the sunset. Uh, we do a lot. We we do a lot of driving. We have done a lot of driving. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of driving. Since I got this, <laughs> I got this car. I put more miles on this car in one year than I put on my other car in like two. But I mean, like together, like we used to drive like everywhere. Oh yeah, the arcades, restaurants, arcades, arcades, yeah, arcades that had restaurants in them. Hey, Pernell, there's a there's a DDR tournament. Let's go. Where is it? Four hours away. I'm ready. Let's do it. I had a DS or an, actually back then a Game Boy Advance. Yeah, and I was ready to roll, man. <laughs> Yeah, so this is um, so this is music for cruising, absolute just driving and just digging it. Exactly, Whatever, whatever's gonna make you feel good while you're driving. And, and keep in mind, this is very interpretive. Oh yeah, yeah, this is this is one of those interpretive episodes of yeah. This is what I feel like I want to drive to all the time. Which is also a nice segue to say, hey, if you guys have interest in like, we want to hear what you think about it. But we'll get into that towards the end of the episode. Yeah, towards the end of the episode, we'll do a little maybe a little call out. Let us know what you like to drive to, because people all like to drive to different things. I have a very specific sound that I wanted today, but you, you sir, is my I kick the things off. You're kicking it off, and I really, I'm, I'm super curious. Oh mercy! Well, I'm going to go with the track that most maybe want to do a cruising episode. So let's just go with it. This track is from the game called Hypervoid, and the track title is called Demist or Demist. And it's composed by Kamel Bushnak.
Welcome back. You're listening to the game Hypervoid. Track title is Demist or Dimmest, depending on how terrible your English is, like mine could be. <laughs> it's hard to say. And the, t- the composer is named Kamel or Camel Bushnick. This game is probably one of my favorite game experiences of 2017. Really? Is that you feel that strongly about this one? Yeah. Wow. Um, to put it in perspective, so friend of mine recently moved away. But the last time I visited down there to hang out, we used to play video games a lot. And on this last visit, he decided to boot this game up called mm-hmm. Hypervoid. And I assume we'd just be playing it for a couple of minutes or a couple, maybe an hour or two to see how the game was and have some fun. We stayed up all night. We played the entire <laughs> game from beginning to end. And it is not an easy game. In fact, it looked it looked really hard. Oh, yes. Yeah. We, uh, my, before we came back from the rap, I asked Rob to boot up an episode or, or a stage from the game. It's called, it's like level 27 from the game Hyperboy. If you want to look it up on YouTube right, yourself. Where this track is from. Yeah, it's yeah. like it plays on multiple stages, but this is the level where it most sticks out to me because mm-hmm. this is the last level in the game unless you find the hidden orb to unlock the stage after it. And it is also, in my opinion, the hardest stage in the game. It is fast. It is frantic. It is. It is legitimately the definition of Twitch gaming in a nutshell. And at first, when we were trying to do the level, we thought that clearly it was going to stop after like 30 seconds, maybe a minute, but it just kept going. And we kept trying and trying and trying. And a lot of people playing games, they'll just quit. Like, this is too hard. I don't want to do it anymore. I want to quit. I literally tried this level over and over again for like two hours. Maybe three. <laughs> I don't even know. That sounds right. That sounds like something uh, you and I would both do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. And by the end... And my friend, his name was Mike, he could he would attest, he would vouch for it. I had this gamer gaze. I'm not sure how she'd call it. It's like a like a trance like state, right? Like you're um, Well you don't blink. Okay. Well you should blink for now. I couldn't because it's too fast. <laughs> I I did not blink for two minutes and thirty seconds. And if I did it was a quick blink that I didn't uh, even catch. Oh, through the song, not through the full two hours. Oh no, no, just for every attempt at the stage. Right, right. And I also did this weird <laughs> thing where my face kinda contorted. So that I was like kind of squinting and zeroing in on a specific spot on the screen so that I could, based on when things came from that spot, I'd react to it. Yeah. It's a really odd thing, and it doesn't happen often, but that's when you know you're into something that requires oh. legitimate twitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I Again, I was playing just Enter the Gungeon like uh, last night, actually, of course, like I always do. And Christy's like, man, how do you not get super stressed playing these games? I'm like, the bullet hell games, I just, I get super intensely focused, and that's what I want. Yeah, you want this. That's, what I, that's what I want to do. Yeah, I enjoy that. I enjoy that a lot. Um, and, and that's it's what not I, as, it's it's stressful in that, like, oh, I missed something, or I get frustrated, I get super frustrated, but I would do that with I'm, any game, you know? I'm glad you said that, because it brings up an interesting point, and then I'll explain why the heck I chose this for cruising. But, um... Well, this sounds like good driving music, man. This sounds like this sounds like the sound, the style that I was looking for today. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. This is legit. So, like, what you just said, it narrows, it sums it up so well, because I've had a lot of people I've socialized with say, I play video games to relax, not to be stressed out. So it's like, so they're, they're saying that in response to why should a game be difficult or challenging? But my response is... It all depends on what you want. It's equivalent yeah. to hot, spicy foods. It's like, <laughs> why do you eat spicy foods? They're so hot, they hurt. Like, no, it's depending on your threshold. It's what you're seeking to get. And it, it releases endorphins, the endorphins that you want, that makes you want to do it. Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to push this. I'm going to beat this level. You want the challenge. Well, it's funny. I actually thought about this a lot today as I was writing. I was actually writing a testimonial for the VGM jukebox. Oh. For the future. I still got to do that. You still need to do these things. Um... But anyway, and it's all about the different, not the different types of, of gamers or, the, or what the different, the different types of experiences people are after when they play games or they read books. Mm-hmm. And there's people who want to collect everything. Mm-hmm. There's people who just want to enjoy the story. They don't, they don't want the, the difficulty of something. They just want to enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are people like me who just want um, extreme skill-based things. I don't want the game to have an ending. I just want to have um, infinite, very slow, progressive, you know, um, skill improvement, and that's it. Constant room for growth. Yeah, and that's and, and that's and where the game is like perfect 
balance of that and story and art design and music, like that's where I'm like, I fall right into it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, it's all about like what, what you're really after, you know, like what some everyone's after different things. This is very true. See, I think you guys, I like we had to check because it, it really just puts that to, puts that to scope of like why this makes sense. Because like I said, like it drives me nuts when people just don't even want to understand. Like, why is a game hard? Games shouldn't be hard. Like, well, it's just not if for you're, them. Yeah, yeah, and that's totally fine. Like, if you don't want a challenge, that's fine. But to me, challenge matters. Like, I had a chat with... I'm, I'm going off, but this is how we do things. Um, so, Persona 5 is a big game. Everyone loves it. And a friend of mine wants to start playing it soon. So, I suggest you should try it on hard mode. See how you do. Okay. And, of course, a friend of mine immediately jumps in and says... Why, yeah, if you want the game to take forever and not maybe not even beat it, I'm like, no, that's the fun. Because when a game crafts a system that involves customization and a means to plan ahead, mm-hmm. when you set the difficulty to a certain level, it determines most likely how much of that you'll be required to access and yeah. utilize. Right. If the game's set to easy or in some cases normal, there are strategies that you'll never have to even think of. Right. But for certain people, they don't care. Oh, yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Like that's, like that, that's not the important part of playing Persona. For like, all, I'm sure for a lot of people. Like, there could be, like, um, moves and strategies and things that they'll never see, and they're fine with them. Oh, now don't get me wrong. Again, like, I, I'm too. cool with that, yeah. too. That's the story, folk. But this individual, I kind of took a guess that they like, you know, that challenge and games. They like to be able to feel like they're doing something. They're accomplishing things. And um, the person that I was talking to actually rebuttaled the friend and said, no, I actually like that kind of stuff. I like when my games take a while and I got to actually work at it. I'm like, oh, there you go. And of course, if you, you find yourself, because the challenge is there early on. Like if you find that you can't do it, scale that bad boy back and call you it do, a day. You can do it mid-game. You don't have to start over. I don't recall if you can do it mid-game, but it's early enough in the game that yeah. you won't lose a lot of progress to, if you just say, I don't want to do it. I'm going to go back to normal. What did I do where I did that? It was a Silent Hill game. I think I did that and I regretted it later. Would you pick hard difficulty? You, I, I, I halfway through I chose like easy difficulty, and then I got like a bad ending, and I was like, "Why did I get a bad ending?" I think it was Homecoming. Home, I, wonder if, I don't think Homecoming relates to the difficulty, but no, it was Silent Hill Homecoming. Hmm. I'm, or it was different. I don't know. No, no, it probably was. It just I didn't think that Homecoming's ending was related to the difficulty. I don't think they were related per One se. of them. One of them was where it was like, "Do you want to take it easy?" And I was like. Yeah, I'll get my butt kicked. <laughs> <laughs> I realized, like, like, you, you want regret to... it. Yeah, it was like, put the kid gloves on. Um, all right, so we're talking about, you know, high skill cap difficulty ga- type games, like skill games. This one's a little different. So I'm going to choose from a game um, that was actually emailed to us um, from, I believe, a listener. Um, his name is Trevor, and he is part of the group Waveland and Red City Noise. And this is the game... Void and Meddler, and it's a point-and-click adventure mm-hmm. set in like a cool cyberspace hacker kind of dystopian future. And this this is this is the soundtrack that made me want to do in this kind of episode. So this track is called Minima Memoria from the game Void and Meddler, and it's out on Steam.
you're listening to the song Minima Memoria from the game Void and Meddler. You can find this on Steam for the PC. It's composed by Waveland and Red City Noise. This is a uh, just a, such a cool track. Like it's just it just really made me think of like driving at night, like with like neon and and like the, the street lights just kind of flashing past you. Maybe not driving super fast, but just just cruising. Oh yeah, yeah. I can see that being the case. The light the lights are shining past you as you go. You're thinking about the city and all the fun activities that lie in wait. <laughs> or not. You could also be contemplating, you know, the responsibilities that lie in wait for you at home or yeah. at the office the next day. But for now, it's just you in the street. Yeah, to me this is like the the sound the soundtrack of after a night out. You know, like after maybe after a night of hanging out with friends or after work and it's really late and you're coming home uh-huh. you know this is this is after the after all of your responsibilities are finished and you're you're just sort of decompressing decompression uh, drive yeah. super nice that's a band name by the way it should be De- oh, it should be oh, well, it is now <laughs> decompression drive I took it sorry Pernell I took no it. <laughs> I've been practicing the guitar for just that purpose <laughs> So um, I want to uh, give a huge thanks to uh, listener Trevor for for giving us the um, you know just just letting us know that he was working on this project and, and uh, let, giving us this awesome music. So there are two episodes out. This is an episodic uh, point and click adventure. So this is from the second episode. Mm. And um, if you're interested, yeah, check them out. It's called Void and Meddler. M E D D L E R on Steam, and it looks really cool. It looks super awesome. I can't wait to try it. Who knows? Maybe this could be. This might be something that we can discuss later on a future episode, maybe a, a review session or discussion, a decompression. <laughs> yeah. I haven't played a, a point-and-click adventure in a very long time. Ditto here. The closest I've come is maybe like the Phoenix Wright-style games or like the yeah. Zero Escape titles. Yeah, I feel like this kind of this style of game is kind of making a comeback. Like, yeah. I'm, like it's gaining coming back in popularity with the whole indie developer movement. Especially on like the Vita right now. There's a lot of point-and-click or Otome games for those who like that style of it. Yeah. And they're in a high abundance. It's kind of crazy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, man. Titles are really awesome. It's like, what's this game about? Okay, you're a girl in the middle of a war. <laughs> People are fighting and throwing apples at each other. But okay. who are the male protagonists when you fall in love with? Like, what, what, what? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> One of those games. But, uh, yeah, this is the style of music I-, I want for the whole episode. So I actually might do a mix of like all of our music from this episode and like a, and like a long DJ mix and release it separately. That sounds pretty cool, yeah, though. You say that now, but you ever heard my last two tracks? Or they uh, might that's true. That okay, so it might just be a few, <laughs> <laughs> some of the tunes. But, but yeah, this this I'm in love with this tune. It's, it was super long, so we can we can keep moving on then. Okay. What well, my next track is going to be another mysterious non-composer tune. Okay. Um, but it's from the game New Adventure Island. And it doesn't even have a title, but I know it takes place, plays in the Ice Forest level. Is that, that's got Joe and Mac in it? Or am I thinking of something else? Think about something else. Um, Master Higgins. You're th- Ma- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like a skateboard, right? Yeah. Sweet. Until he gets hit by a bird. That happens. All the time. Oh, it's annoying. Be careful on a skateboard. So for the, we're just going to coin it as Ice Forest by Unknown. Unknown. And this is for the SNES? Nope. For the TurboGrafx-16. Oh, of course. I'm digging deep. <laughs> got my shovel and everything. Thank you. 
welcome back. You're listening to the Ice Force level from the game <laughs> New Adventure Island from Composer Unknown. Rob and I were speculating it's probably someone from Zuntada, but since we couldn't find an official credit, it's left to the mysterious void of time. Yeah, we'll leave it. Um, yeah, maybe some some savvy listeners might know, but for right now, I'm just not so sure. Maybe it'll be updated on the credits on the show, on the show notes at rhythmandpixels.com. Fingers uh, crossed. But this, this is definitely... Look at more, first of all, there's no percussion, so that's cool. It's very different, but I love that melody. It's just such a wonderful... Like, it's cruising, but not speeding cruising. Exactly. It's more like... Yeah. It's kind of like just kind of going with the icy flow. Like, you're driving, but it's snowing outside, light fluff, mm-hmm. not coating the <laughs> ground. So you're kind of going at a smooth 50, more so. And you're just kind of like just taking it all in. The winter wonderland behind the wheel. Yeah, I like this part right here. It's so good. Uh, you know, it's just it's funny that it, this is an icy level, right? But it doesn't it almost doesn't have overtly that icy sound to it. You know, it doesn't have like the kind of plinky sounds and almost like the jingle bell type sound. It's yeah. very. I don't know, it's, it's different. Yeah, because a lot of ice levels in games are usually festive. Like you said, like sounds of ice or shards of ice. Yeah. Or just um, clumsy chaos, I'll call it. Like, yeah. Wicked, 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 or, just straight, or just straight up jingle bells. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, this is cool. This is really cool. I love, And this is like everything I like about the TurboGrafx-16 uh, sound chip. Oh, very, yeah. very neat. It's just, it's like, I was... Funny enough, fun fact here, this was a surprisingly challenging topic for me. Oh, yeah? Mainly because I noticed, like, some, I'm sure some of the listeners are like, what the heck, of course you fool. But I didn't want to necessarily just go with racing games because that's a topic. There's a topic for that. Yeah. It's called racing games. Cruising is game, like music and games that you can drive to, but it's not necessarily from a racing game, though maybe later. Yeah, no, <laughs> def- definitely there. I mean, there's, there's plenty of racing games. So we're gonna we're definitely gonna run into them, but yeah, get like you're right. Like I was I was specifically looking for um, classic tracks. <laughs> my my original idea was look for classic tracks from the '80s and the '90s that have that cool sound that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. But then I found that the sound that I'm looking for is from modern music trying to sound like the '80s and '90s. Oh, nice. So um, on that, I'm gonna pick my next track. It's from the game Power Drive 2000. And this is a, like, super 80s-stylized driving game. Made in the present! Made in the present for the PC. And this is the theme song composed by the group Dream Fiend. I like that. Yeah, I think you'll like this.
that was the theme from Power Drive 2000, composed by the group Dream Fiend for the PC. This episode is aces. Yeah, I'm loving. I'm loving all the music for that. Let's 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 drive again, right? Yes. Put the top down. Start this time. the engine. There we go. This. Oh my god! It's got this sweeping, this sweeping sound. It just pops yeah, up occasionally I, throughout the song. I thought you'd be more into that guitar, like in the center. But like you were like, no, no, no. It's all about that sweeping sound that comes around. Yeah, it's so good. It's, I don't, it gives you. It's hard. To, it's a feeling that it provides. I can't even quite explain. Yeah. Like almost like it's like diving into a pool. Yeah, it is like diving into a pool. You know, right there. It's like just jumping in, like both feet. Yes. <laughs> it's like, but this this is legitimately good. This yeah. is good. And you said they are actually on SoundCloud or Bandcamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is a full on group. They're from uh, Melbourne, Aust- Melbourne, Australia. And the, um, you can find their music on Bandcamp, SoundCloud. So we'll have links to them on the website. We'll probably put them up on Facebook, too, because I've been listening to this stuff all day long. I, I love this center section. I love yeah. this when this happens, because the same thing happened with me when I did that Blossom Tales track a ways back. Mm-hmm. Turned out they had an album on Bandcamp. It was like, no longer do you have to mind for hoping somebody ripped the tracks for you yeah. or anything. Now you can just like, hey. Well, a lot of modern games, like modern, a lot of new games now, like the soundtrack is you know, by another group, or it's almost like they can sell it separately. And we, can, just, we, and we can enjoy it. <laughs> so good it's just amazing oh man so, I kind of want to try the game itself yeah so definitely check this one out if you want there's, there's, there's some playthroughs on YouTube playthroughs on YouTube and it, it looks like you're driving through a 1990s Trapper Keeper with like the <laughs> grids and like the neon like the horses and oh it's, it's like the weird like sphere of marble looking spheres it's oh, so cool Lisa Frank is hot on your tail yeah this this game is super super stylized um, but yeah, it's it's a racing game, so I had to pick a racing game. Uh, hey, I don't blame I had to you. Pick one. Yeah. I understand. I totally understand. Like I said, I was fighting the urge, but they were there. <laughs> and honestly, I might have came out better if I did because, like I said, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm reaching, but it's definitely subjective. Well, it's like what I picked. What's your what's your pick? Well, my last track is from a game I think I brought up only one other time on the show. I looked and checked, and the game it's called Gate of Thunder. Oh, the track is from Stage Six. No title that I can think of. Huh. And it's another case of tease music. Oh, tease music. This is for the TurboGrafx CD, right? Yep. Awesome. Let's check it out.
Welcome back. You're listening to the rock-tastic tunes of Stage 6 from the game Gate of Thunder, composed by the music outfit known only as Tease Music. Straight out of Japan for your ears. Yeah, this is some heavy stuff. This is what I expected from Purnell. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. This is uh, this is absolute driving through the, the wastes of Arizona, going at a speed unmatched by man, <laughs> or driving down the Interstate 95 with reckless abandon and no concern for speeding or cops. Yeah, that would be the New Jersey Turnpike. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. A lot of strips there, few places for cops to hide. Right. Driving faster than than the, uh, the the break breaking the land speed record, and it's still a crowded highway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like I know with the car I got now, driving in New Jersey, uh, your car now, uh, yeah, the old car it was if it got eighty miles an hour it would start to shake like it was going to fall yeah. apart. Yeah, but this thing easily I broke hundred and ten without even realizing it once because oh, it was geez. just going. Like you know, you, and, like you don't even feel like you're accelerating; you're just moving. And I was used to my old car. It was almost just like, holy crap, we're blown <laughs> by everybody. This is amazing. Yeah, you got to be more careful now. Oh, now I am. Yeah, I've been better with it ever since. But that was the time I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, I got from, I got from, say, eastern, like, northeastern Jersey mm-hmm. to Wilmington in about an hour and ten minutes. Oh, my God. And for those who know the area, that is speeding. You're, yeah. That's fast. So you're going to get to Connecticut fast. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> well, I'll probably be driving that fast going there because I'll have more yeah. time. So Gate of Thunder. Yeah, this is, this is my jam. Do you own this one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still have it. Uh, it is. It came packed in like a 5-in-1 game disc with the Turbo Duo system. And if you input a special code, you unlock the sixth code of sixth game being Bomberman. The original Bomberman. On this disc. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's neat. You had to put in a code to unlock it, and it would just pop up. <laughs> it was a pretty awesome thing that they had, oh, honestly. It was pretty cool. So, as it maybe that's right, it wasn't five, it was like four. It was like Gate of Thunder, Box Adventure, Box Revenge, and Bomberman. And I don't think there was another game. Oh, yeah, wow. I think that's what it was. That's a lot they, they put onto one disc, especially with all of this music, like audio content on the same disc. Well, the only game of those that had the CD audio was Gate of Thunder. The others were oh, Hue card games. That's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because it was playing on the same hardware, so it could take advantage of the um, the sound the sound processor. Mm-hmm. Very and, cool. And man, did it melt faces. It Th- still melts faces. Oh, yeah, this is some serious, serious stuff. Like, I still to this day say that for as far along as we've come... And audio technology on game consoles, at least in regards to rock music, the Turbo CD is unmatched. Like, no one's come oh, close to touching it. Yeah, the stuff that they've made on the Turbo CD, like for the Lords of Thunder and the Gate of Thunder, crazy. crazy. Even the Dungeon Crawlers had rock music. Yeah, it was yeah. insane. <laughs> God, I miss those days. I want, the, I want that music to come back. I want an entire game devoted to, like, rock music. As the entire composition, you'd be sleeping in a house and rock music, please. <laughs> like it has to be that. We should do a Turbo Graphics rock music episode. Oh, I'm cool for that. That might be a little heavy, or not. Uh, we're not. I think we should do that. You want to do that one? Let's let's not promise yet because we can't find enough. We'll be sweating bullets, but well, I, I think we should. I've got an empty slot on my list, so we can figure that out. All right, <laughs> TG Rock. All right, so for my last track, I'm going away from the racing games. Uh, and this is actually for the... It came out this year on the PS4, the Xbox One, and the PC. It's called Prey. P-R-E-Y. And I think it's a horror game. Uh-huh. Um, and this track is called Everything is Going to be Okay. And this is composed by Mick Gordon, who's the original composer of Doom, of the Doom series. This will be interesting. A cruising track that you chose located in a horror game. Yeah, it's very different, but it's still that same style. So trust me on this. Okay. But it's called... Everything is going to be okay. Everything's okay when you're part of a team. So, so trust me for now. It's going to be all right. Going to be okay.
This is the track Everything is Going to Be Okay from the game Prey for the PS4, Xbox One, and the PC, composed by uh, the legendary Mick Gordon. I don't know if I trust those words, but I certainly feel them. Oh, that everything is going to be okay? okay. (laughs) You don't trust that I said the legendary Mick Gordon? Well, I'll take your word for it. He's done a lot of pretty impressive work. What are some things he's done that gives you the legendary company? Doom. Doom 2. Oh, the Doom. And the, the, the Doom re-released. Uh, the new Wolfenstein. The, oh, wow. The, the new Killer Instinct. Yeah, he's got a bit of pedigree on him, I see. Yeah, he's done a lot. He's done he's done a lot of heavy, but like a lot of heavy stuff. So you hear this kind of sound. It's like, ooh, this is different. I was not expecting to hear this. It's I just ran you. into it, and I just I wrote it down. Yeah, it's driving you yeah. in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I ran into this this track, though. Um, so I want to give a shout-out to a YouTube page called Unreleased Game Music who were able to find this track and then sort of manipulate it into a nice loopable state as I'm sure it's heard in the game but not released by Bethesda yeah that's what we were talking about earlier how it drives me nuts how game word 2017 in game music still doesn't get that kind of love that you know like say like movie soundtracks get don't get me wrong I mean it's definitely better than it used to be but it ha- we have a ways to go, and it's even yeah. worsely, we're yeah. fueled worse by the fact that we get collector's editions. Everyone's making collector's editions now because it's extra easy money for the studio, and they always promote, includes CD soundtrack of the game. Mm. It's like five selected tunes, <laughs> which makes no sense. It's like, you know they're collectors, you know they want the game, they're going to already pay you extra money. If you got to charge extra $10 to put all the songs on a press disc, yeah, charge the $10, like... Why do that? Maybe maybe like the overall demand isn't as great, or in, in terms of this, it might be that the music is adaptive and there isn't like a legit song for it. There might be like ten different songs that are kind of meshed together to form the different pieces of like the adventure game. You know, this is true, but there are ways around it. Like I think it was uh, Matt came on once and he brought up Mario Kart Eight. Yes, he he put all the different parts of that one song together, but he had to do that himself. Yeah, but he's one man, he's, and he's working from behind his desk. I mean, you think the guys who compose it could do that Maybe. to release on a disc? Maybe, but you know what? Maybe they're not paid enough. That's possible. And you know what? They should pay them more. Yes, because we want the respect <laughs> that this music deserves. Yeah, totally. Totally. Especially today. I've been loving everything. Even your track. I'm not usually into the, Even mine? Well, I'm not usually into the heavy metal, is what I'm trying to say. I know. Teasing. But yeah, even yours. And usually you love terrible music. <laughs> What do you mean, terrible black music? Okay. <laughs> Moving on. You're bringing that back. I got to dig that back up. <laughs> Just once. You should, um... No, I'll talk, I'll talk to you after. Because <laughs> that would be too good. All right, so, um... How about the bonus round? Do you want to get you in the bonus round? Let's cruise, let's cruise on down. Cruise on down to bonus round. <laughs> That's good. And uh, the bonus round is the part of the show where we play remixes and arrangements based on today's theme. This is cruising music. So what's what's your bonus round track? This might be a little bit broken, but I'll live with it. Okay. Um. So I had a specific... This is what I usually do with these bonus rounds. I have a specific tune in mind, and yeah. it's a matter of finding a good remix for it. Problem is... This is already a rocking track of its own accord, so no one's really doing it in that regard. But I did find a Dojin cover of it, and I went along with that instead. Okay. It's done by what I believe is called Colas Postal Cross Right Stuff. Okay. And the track is called Aqua Destroyer. It is a remix of the Jet Stingray theme from the game Mega Man X4. Let's check it out.
Welcome back. You were listening to, or rather just listened to, Aqua Destroyer, a remix of the Jet Stingray theme from the game Mega Man X4, composed by Collis Postal and Right Stuff. And it was located on the, was it Rock Love Dojin album? Yes, the Rockman Club Arranged CD. Yeah, this is like, <laughs> this is an interesting tune. Like, it's not my usual style, but by that same token, if you've heard the Jet Stingray theme, the original, you'll get, one, what I originally was drawn to. Yeah. And then, two, you'll get just how different this is, yet it also retains the feeling and theme that the original track carried with it. So it was just an awesome cover. I liked it. I did come across another cool cover of this track. It was like a piano and violin version of it. But oh, neat! Even though it played well, yeah, it didn't convey the cruise. It didn't convey the sound like I was wanting it to. It, it was good. It just it wasn't in that that feeling exactly of the show that we wanted to do. Exactly, I like that. So this one is totally like when I first I heard this track a while ago. I think I might have played the original on the show. This is from Test Drive Two: The Duel. And this is a remix by QMU Music, and I think you're going to dig it. This is, I mean, it's Test Drive. This is all about just the drive. So this is Test Drive 2 by QMU Music.
The Duel, Test Drive 2, intro music, remixed by QMU Music. And yeah, there's lots of, there's a lot of remixes out there for this track. And this is a really famous, famous track. Um, like the really strong theme. You mentioned that you could probably hear this in something like uh, Ease, right? Yeah, it had that style to me. It mm. had that feeling. Yeah, it's, it's adventurous, but it's also like grooving. There's a really strong, really strong sense of groove and a really strong sense of melody and theme at the same time. Almost as if two racing cars had swords taped to the size of them. <laughs> and we're just accelerating and decelerating to have a nice clash of speeds and blades i think i think it's called the duel because i think a cop chases you through the game or like later on yeah I but that's not nearly as exciting i think the actually i think the duel is just it's just street racing it's illegal street racing well remember the first test drive was just driving and just trying to drive well and fast but like not too fast because yeah, then the, the cops will come the cops will come chase you. So I think this is a little bit more of that. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it was like two player, like kind of more head to head style. Cause we did use my brother did have it. I remember birds pooped on the window. That's, that's, that's yeah, yeah, and you can have like you have a button for the windshield wipers. Yep. Pretty cool stuff. It was an interesting game. It was on Super Nintendo of all things. Yeah, it was released on a lot of stuff. I really like the music that was on the Amiga version. Uh, but for more information on the artists on the bonus round part of the show, go to rhythmandpixels.com. And we're going to have links to everywhere where you can buy their music, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, even the iTunes links. Go and check them out and buy their music. Support the artists. Jam on it. Boom. Well, thank you for joining us on Rhythm and Pixels, the video game music podcast, episode 10-7. This is all about driving music. Get your cruise on. Not necessarily driving games. Exactly. Yeah. Though we still got to, they still snuck in a little ways to risk the other tracks look. Yeah, we got to end with some classic driving, crazy driving music. Oh, yeah. And people, there may be a love and hate relationship for a lot of people with this game, but suffice to say... We both popped a lot of money into this game. Yes. And then when it hit the N64, oh, I was a little obsessed with it. I unlocked every car. Oh, yeah. I never had this on the N64, so there was a lot of extras on there? Yeah, a lot of unlockable cars, and you had to like beat cir- entire circuits with specific cars to get other cars, and it just was an infinite loop of constantly <laughs> racing the same courses, and again, it was the third game release on the console. Mm. So you didn't have many options if you wanted to play something new, so you made do. So, okay, fun fact. I used, when I worked at an arcade, we had Cruisin' Exotica. Mm. Or was it Cruisin' World? Like one of the, like, Both one, of them existed. Yeah, one, one of like the later ones. And it was one of the few games we had to actually turn off when we had a church like, youth group come and do overnight. Like, really? We used to do like, overnight things. We had all the games on to like 4 or 5 in the morning, and they uh-huh. would just play all night. And we would have to turn this game off. We would leave on Mortal Kombat. Was it because of the we flag would give on everything? But at the end of at the end of a race, a bikini girl would come out and wave a flag. We had to I, turn that off. I called it. That's kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't believe my my virgin eyes. I can't see that. But yeah, everything else was fine. Just this game, <laughs> House of the Dead, totally fine. That's amazing in yeah. its own right. Like okay, bikini clad women, no dice. Yeah, blowing the heads off of monsters and humans <laughs> is totally cool. But if you're listening to our show, clearly you're okay with some sweet, sexy voices. Correct. Very correct. If you know what I mean. I know what you mean for now. Yeah. Hey, if you want to get in contact with us, what's that email address? Rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. <laughs> and for a full track listing and for more information about our sweet, sexy selves, <laughs> Go to the website. Rhythmandpixels.com. Oh, you lost it, Pernell. Ah, I need more living juice. <laughs> falling apart over here. Uh, check us out on um, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, YouTube, all those places. It's Rhythm and Pixels, all one word. And uh, if you want to check us out on Patreon, if you, if you, like, if you like the show and you want to help support us um, every little bit, if you want to just you know donate a dollar, go to patreon.com slash rhythmandpixels. Um, we'd also like to thank all of our Patreon subscribers. I'd like to thank the messenger alex messenger i'd like to thank mcdowell matthew mcdowell i love that i'd like to thank uh anderson henrik anderson are you taking attendance over there murray (laughs) chris chris murray present uh bridgewater michael bridgewater (laughs) 
<laughs> Michael. Okay, he's not here. Uh, Pitt. Brian Pitt. <laughs> Present. Pre- uh, all right. Uh, David Smith. David. David. There's like five Davids yeah, here. Which uh, one? All right. Okay. I, all, of you, okay, all of you sit down. You're here. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, continue with the lesson. Um, yeah. And um, next week, next Thursday, if you are a subscriber of the show, a new subscriber or a subscriber of any level, we will have a live stream of our next episode next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Be there or be asleep. But before <laughs> yeah. I forget, one thing I wanted to mention, as wacky as this may sound, we are coming up into an interesting time of year. That time of year relating to Extra Life Charities. Extra Life is a charity where gamers of all shapes, sizes, and appetites decide they want to do a 24-hour game stream and collect proceeds that will go towards children's hospitals. Unfortunately, I am not on a team this year, but I thought it'd be kind of funny to promote a friend's team without telling him that I'm mentioning it on the show. Oh, good. And hopefully see if he gets some donations out of it for his cause. We'll have the link up on the site and probably on the Facebook as well, but the actual group is called Altruism Inc. And they definitely would be most behooved to receive some donations in relation to this charity situation. I I think that's great. I think that's really great. We'll have the link on the website, on Mm -hmm. the post for this uh, show, and we'll have it on the Facebook as well. Mm Mm-hmm. It'll be an awesome time. Good stuff. Are you are you gonna are you gonna like like uh, crash their party? Are they nearby? No, unfortunately not. They're in Illinois. Okay, that's a little. But far. even if I were to crash, it would be like be like Skype or something. So okay. Or over Xbox Live. So it's feasible. It's just. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna like you're gonna just open the door and be like, hey, it's Pernell time. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Who's ready to game on, man? All right. Well, um, and also, um, I actually. We're, we're recording this early, but you probably might have seen us at the Retro World Expo in Connecticut. So by the time this episode comes out, we would be uh, having a pretty healthy hangover. Oh, yeah. Half asleep and then ready to do another record. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's all the news I've got. Are you good? I am square motion. All right. This is the Rhythm and Pixels video game music. Oh, pop. I do have one more thing. <laughs> what you got? I thought here, um, we talked earlier about game reviews. And an interesting concept that came to mind, if you're listening and you're like, hey, what do these guys think of this game? We might not necessarily own it, but if one of us does and you name it, it might be something worth trying just for the heck of it. Like, we could just talk about the game on the show and, like, provide our thoughts on it or something. Uh, sounds good. Could be a little fun, little shindig. So. It's like, like um, I, need to ha- I need to have, like, homework. I need, I need to be, like, I need, it needs to be a job for me to actually play a, a new video game. There you go. <laughs> so that's what it comes down to. Well, there it is, especially if it's on an older console. It's easily accessible. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, much more accessible uh, for us now. Thoughts, inquiries, send it on over. Maybe yeah, talk about it. Smith, David, <laughs> are you listening? Smith. All right, this is the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. My name is Rob Nichols, and I'm Pernell. Please have a wonderful week. Be safe, and remember, fall's coming. Summer is holding on real tight, but when that time does kick in, when the leaves are falling and the breeze is blowing, perfect cruising weather. Get in that car, put the shade down, and just go for a drive. Where the heck if I know and heck if I care? Just do it. Experience the world around you and just quite frankly, relax and enjoy yourself. Cars aren't just for going to work, you know.